money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. Hey everybody, Shanoa Grove here. Welcome to Texas Rias. Excited to be with you all here today and excited to be with you and share some different tribal knowledge that we picked up over the last, uh, gosh, almost two decades of investing in real estate here in Texas. And uh, excited to share some of that with you as we go through. We're going to be doing a market update night as well as our uh, tribal tips and tricks. So these are some Uh, wisdom elements that will help you be better in your investing and uh, excited to be able to share that with you and excited to be able to share with you what investing looks like and uh, what investing looks like after even doing it for almost 20 years. I'm curious how many of you guys are just getting started in your along your journey as real estate investors. Okay, how many of you guys have been doing it for a while? Okay, how many of you guys don't have hands, at least ones you don't want to raise? I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, well, thanks for being here. Uh, so uh, this is your local resource for knowledge, deals, funding, advice, partnering, and coaching. Uh, so we love to help new investors as they're getting started. Uh, I was talking to investors today about naming their business and uh, some different ideas about that uh, in terms of being able to use that to be able to connect with the uh, person that's on the other end. Uh, love to talk to you guys about your deals, any deals that you guys are working on. Uh, it is uh, a pleasure for me to be able to unscramble deals, be able to find ways to make money where other people have not been able to figure that out. Uh, so for me, I pride myself in being able to make money every time the phone rings. So what that looks like is having a different strategy for each of those different instances uh, of equity, of motivation, of situation, of of heirs, of probate, of wills or lack thereof, of divorces, of uh, finding people. So these are some of the creative things that we do as real estate investors in order to be successful. So a little bit about Texas Rias. Uh, we have been, uh, we meet every Tuesday. So we get together, we talk about real estate investing every Tuesday and share tribal knowledge every single week. And uh, we talk about what's happening in the marketplace, what's happening with laws, legislation, contract changes, etc. So I want to make sure you guys are keeping up with us. You guys can follow us on our YouTube channel. Uh, so we have a YouTube channel for Texas RIAs and we publish our meetings every single week. So you guys can see prior week's episodes. You can also see prior week's tips and tricks, uh, tribal knowledge. So this is again, the different things that we've either learned over the last uh, few weeks or shared with someone else. Uh, over the last few weeks and think it would be a great uh, lesson for the rest of the Real Estate Investor Association as well. So as part of the different resources that we provide here, obviously we provide uh, just sharing that tribal knowledge, sharing that know-how so you guys can have those different steps to be able to do after you leave the uh, meeting tonight and uh, know what to do. Typically, I don't like you guys going out and watching, binge watching YouTube or going to YouTube University when it comes to real estate, real estate investing. And the reason why I say that is because what I find is a lot that's out there on YouTube University is inaccurate uh, and or is focused on a state that you guys probably are not in. Like, I'm curious, how many of you guys are at YouTube University right now? How many of you guys are binge watching? It's okay to say, I mean, yeah, it's all right. 
Um, so do you know where some of the people live that are giving you advice? Mostly California. Uh, so, so while the one thing that we do have in common with California is that everyone is leaving California to come to Texas, one thing we do not have in common is the different laws, the different contracts, the different traditions, uh, the different legislation. Um, and, and that can be a big difference maker in terms of your ability to implement what you are learning, right? So, so, so yes, they, they may have the flash, you know, yes, they may have the motivation, yes, they may bring the boom, yes, they may bring knowledge that is fantastic for investing in the state that they're in, uh, but unless you are investing in California, I'd highly recommend that you follow someone who is investing in the area that you want to invest in, right? Uh, so we may not bring all of the uh, glam and glitz and you know red carpet and all that stuff, uh, but we will get you to the green carpet uh, and we'll get you there a lot more efficiently than some of these other folks that you might be watching. So that's why I always encourage people to uh, let you know put down the YouTube uh, unless you are learning from other people who invest in the same state that you are investing in. Um, and if you check out our YouTube channel, I promise you'll be rewarded with uh, uh, about 68 different, uh, so, so far we recorded about 68 different tips and tricks, what we call our tribal knowledge. Uh, and then of course we have uh, all of the market updates out there as well, but the, only the, the market update that I want you to pay attention is only the most recent one, so I don't think you need to go back in the time machine for that. Uh, uh, but we also give obviously advice on what's happening in the marketplace. Uh, so as part of our discussion tonight, we're going to be talking about how interest rates are affecting us. So we're going to be talking about uh, how a recession might be affecting us. We're going to talk about the importance of liquidity in, a, in an uncertain market. Uh, we'll also make sure that you leave here with some of the basics, which includes understanding the real estate investing maximum allowable offer formula, which is what I've got up on the screen. Uh, right now, so we use the formula 70% of ARV minus repairs. 70% of ARV minus repairs. This works really beautifully on houses that are priced between about 150,000 and about 500,000. It starts to fall apart at the tail ends, right? So it starts to fall apart when your house price is less than 150,000. Even though your margin percentage is the same, you're typically getting somewhere between 10 to 15% of your ARV in terms of your profits, your margin dollars are very thin when you are flipping a $100,000 house and you're looking at making somewhere between ten dollars and $15,000. Uh, if something goes terribly wrong or if more than one thing goes terribly wrong, then your margin dollars are completely out the window. So uh, that's why we use that formula. Uh, I've got on the screen now for obviously those of you guys who are in person with us and uh, those of you guys who are watching YouTube. My podcast people are going to have to jump over to the YouTube to be able to see this, but I go through uh, why we use that formula and what are the typical costs associated with uh, each part of the transaction from the initial purchase to the uh, holding costs all the way through to the closing costs at the very end. Uh, is it Robert? Did you have a question? Yes, sir. ARVs, uh, uh, good, good question. Uh, after repair value, after repair value. So a lot of people might refer to it as the comps or the comparables, right? So typically if you have a you're investing in a particular neighborhood, the Highland Park area, let's say, and then uh, if you're looking at the sales in that area, so you wanna look uh, for properties that are comparable to your subject property that you're looking at investing in in terms of
square footage, in terms of lot size, in terms of similar build quality, uh, all of those different, and, and similar year built, right? As soon as you find some of those top comps that are in a line with what you're gonna be doing with that property in terms of repairs, uh, that's what real estate investors typically refer to as the ARV, the after repair value. So it just kind of takes the comp, sums them up into, into what you think you're gonna ultimately sell that for. And that is uh, one of the uh, two main um, uh, things that we need in order to create our offer, right? So 70% of the ARV minus repairs, right? So if your ARV is 300 and your repairs are 60,000, what is your offer? You didn't realize there was gonna be a quiz. Everyone, everyone looks like they're on church on Sunday. Don't pick, don't pick me. Don't, please don't pick me, dear Lord. No? ARV is 300, repairs are 60. ARV is 300, repairs are 60, your offer is 150. 300 times 70% is 210, 210 minus 60,000 in repairs means your offer is 150. You need to be a walking calculator, especially when you are in these meetings. Uh, with sellers because you need to make them an offer that's going to stick. Uh, and I know the ones of you guys who are not the walking calculator because you make these crazy offers that fall apart right at the right at the end of the transaction because you don't know what you're doing and then you finally take it to somebody who has money and you say, will you fund this deal? And they're like, are you crazy? You're overpaying on this thing by $50,000, which is roughly all of your profit plus some extra out of your pocket. So. I uh, don't want uh, that to be an issue for any of you guys, so definitely want you guys to use that formula. Um, now, I mentioned that it falls apart, so, so it's perfect for those properties that are kind of in the 80% of the distribution curve, houses that are somewhere between 150000 and 500000 which you find a fair amount of those in Texas, right? Uh, average median price in Texas is about $400,000. Um, but at the tail ends, it falls apart because your margin dollars are so thin. At the high end, it starts to fall apart because your margin dollars are so high, right? So typically on a $500,000 house where you're making fifty to $75,000, you know, if something goes terribly wrong, air conditioner, roof, yeah, that sucks, but you can suck it up, right? You can take it, you can take that hit. Um, so sometimes on the higher end properties, you'll find investors that are offering a little bit more than that 70% of ARV mice repairs. Asterisks, um, once it gets over about a million dollars, then you start to go back down to that 70% curve, just because your holding time may be significantly longer, especially if you're uh, building new, especially if the market is slowing down, which it is right now, and um, especially if you wanna make sure that uh, you're able to weather any storm that might come about. So um, we also have uh, several different marketing strategies that I uh, wanna make sure you guys are aware of before you leave the meeting today. So we've identified uh, well over 65 different marketing strategies uh, to help you find uh, off-market deals. Um, so um, just wanna make sure you guys are not uh, 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 hitting your head against a brick wall that you may not even know exists. Uh, the way that I find most new investors do that is initially they are looking at the MLS for quote unquote deals uh, and they're not finding them. So last month in Texas, for example, I think houses, uh, uh, the list price to uh, sold price ratio was about 98%. Uh, so basically what that means is your quote unquote deal is not on the MLS. 
Now that has come down about 3% versus what it was uh, just six months ago, where the list price to asking price was actually, you're getting like 101% of your uh, list price in terms of your sales price. So I'm sorry, yeah, your list in terms of your sale. So um, we're not seeing that like we used to, but that doesn't mean that your deals are on the MLS. But I would tell you if you wanted to do a quick search for that, uh, you can just ask your realtor to pull a list of anything where the seller says motivated, where the seller says, you know, investor special, uh, where the, uh, the, the says distressed, um, uh, where it says pending foreclosure, any of those types of things. But I will tell you for the most part, um, you're not gonna find your deal on the MLS. Now, so that's the, typically the first wall uh, that investors kind of butt their heads against and realize, oh crap, this is not working the way that the guru in California said it was working, right? And just go find your houses on the MLS. So then the next step above that, your, your next level headbutt is by doing what? What's the next level headbutt in terms of uh, marketing, in terms of finding deals? Getting them from wholesalers. Okay, how many of you guys are looking at wholesalers for your deals? This is the interactive part. Okay, a couple of you guys. What are you finding typically uh, on those wholesale deals, sir? You said people are paying above asking price. Um, you guys look like, if, if, if it's okay if I say this, left-brainers to me. You guys are analytical. Is that true? One of you is. <laughs> One of you is, at least, right? Um, uh, so so uh, what I find is that most wholesalers... Uh, they basically take out all of the risk-free profit and they hand you all of the risk-full profit. Uh, is, that, is that basically correct, right? So, you know, typically, you know, I kind of joke whenever they say this is a good fix and flip, at best it's an 85% of ARV minus repairs deal, which, which on a typical deal, uh, when you're using that 70% of ARV minus repairs formula, you're making somewhere between 10 to 15% of your ARV in terms of your profit, okay? Um, and, and it's 10% if you're using a hard money lender, it's 15 and maybe even up to 18% if you're bringing your own funds, your own self-directed IRA, your own savings, your own cash, etc. But if you're buying something at 85% of ARV minus repairs instead of 70% of ARV minus repairs, that means that again, they've taken out all of your profit. So you get to, um, uh, you get to work for free for maybe three to six or more months. Um, you know, Walmart's hiring and they have air conditioning and benefits, I think. So uh, that might be a, a better alternative. So typically when they say this is a great, you know, uh, fixed flip opportunity, it's, you know, at best an 85% of ARB. Typically when they say it's a good buy hold, you're basically buying it full retail, right? And then plus on top of that, you get to renovate the property, uh, meaning you get to put your three months or whatever it may be fixing that property. It's as, as if they don't count your time as having any value, which I find personally really offensive. Uh, but but so so first first headbutt uh, getting deals off quote, getting quote unquote deals off the MLS. Uh, second headbutt is is uh, finding them through um, um, wholesalers, and then at that point it's like okay, there's got to be something better than this. And this is why we found 65 different marketing strategies that are way better than using those first two strategies. 
So I want to make sure you guys are uh, getting evolved as quickly as possible so that you don't spend your time, waste your time looking for deals where there are actually no deals. Uh, so, so, so I'm going to just go ahead and end the downer part of the uh, presentation now. Uh, but seriously, I, I want you guys to be realistic about what to expect as a real estate investor um, because it is, it is important and I don't want any of you guys uh, butting your heads uh, against a wall uh, as, as you go along your journey. And uh, I want to make sure you guys are successful and I will tell you guys that my first real estate deal that I ever did, I got from a member of the Real Estate Investor Association. Um, the last deal that I did, I got from someone who was a member of the Real Estate Investor Association, right? So um, this is a, a group that will throw off deals and opportunities that will be much better than those typically that you find on the MLS. Now, I will say when you are dealing with a wholesaler, as an example, uh, sometimes you will find uh, that their numbers are incorrect. And I know some of you guys have already experienced that so far. And I, I, I uh, usually will describe it as um, they're either incompetent or they are liars, right? To me, no matter which category you find yourself in, you're, I'm not doing business with you, right? It's not gonna be an effective relationship uh, for, 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 for my side of the financials, right? Uh, but it may be for yours. So I will tell you, if you are considering wholesaling, uh, it is a great strategy. Just be sure to not um, come out looking like an idiot and or uh, a, a liar and make sure you have your numbers right. In order to have your numbers right, you've got to have a great investor-friendly realtor on your power team because if you are a wholesaler and if you ever let slip these words out of your mouth and you're dealing with an experienced real estate investor on the other end, uh, you've just kind of branded yourself in you know, invisible ink that only shows up to the experienced uh, investor uh, that you are a moron, and that is this. Uh, don't ever say to someone, well, Zillow says, because you've just lost 100% of your credibility, right? And any, any realtor, it's like, you know, realtors uh, like, their eyes just kind of like roll back in, in their head and you know they're thinking you know well, this is a newbie or this is an idiot uh, so so you know we've got a problem here uh, Zillow's typically the highest value uh, that the property could ever see like as if like there were two double rainbows you know shooting out of the you know fireplace and a pot of gold at the at, at there too so um, and then on the other side of that, uh, tax record values are typically, um, Zillow might be off by 10% uh, too high, tax records may be off uh, by 10% um, too low. Um, so some of you guys who may not have a, an investor-friendly realtor on your team yet might be saying, well, where the heck do I go to get values then? Uh, so I've, uh, there's a site in Texas that is really, uh, um, it's, it it's, um, gives a lot of information. So it doesn't give you the exact value, but it gives you a lot of great information. And that is har.com, har.com. It stands for the Houston Association of Realtors. And some of you guys may say, well, that's great, but I'm not in Houston. Okay, no worries. They cover all of the, uh, all of the, uh, all of Texas. So when you go there, you type in there, uh, you type in the address. Um, it'll give you a, it'll give you a Zillow value. It'll give you a tax record value, so you can know you can kind of throw those out. But it also gives you a CoreLogic value. It also gives you, I think, as a White Knight uh, or Black Knight value. Pardon me. 
Um, and those you know, come with confidence ratings and those are typically pretty good. Those are typically pretty good. And then another site that I love for rents um, is uh, rentometer.com, rentometer.com. Um, gives you a pretty good idea of what that property might rent for, okay? Now, there is absolutely no substitute for the MLS. There's absolutely no substitute for having an investor-friendly realtor on your power team and making sure you're getting those numbers from them ultimately. Uh, but if you are in a jam and or you are in front of a, you know, door, you know, driving for dollars, door knocking in front of, in front of someone, uh, then, then go there, okay? Now, uh, what's the beautiful thing about, you know, real estate and real estate investing is what kind of contract do we use here in Texas? Someone says standard contract. Someone says what else? Say again. The truck one to four. And what kind of what kind of uh, what's an adjective that they'll use to describe what kind of contract that is? It's an option contract. It's an option contract, right? That was I don't know if that was a trick. That wasn't a trick. I wasn't trying to trick you guys. I was just. Uh, but but what does that give us the option to do? terminate the contract right during our option period without penalty so I would suggest that if you're using a value off of the internet um, which we all know that the internet knows everything unfortunately there's a fair amount of ridiculousness just sprinkled in there you just don't know where the ridiculousness may lie right so if you are using the uh, a free value off of the internet, I will say, um, just as soon as you have the opportunity, make sure you are uh, working with an investor-friendly realtor and make sure that they are verifying those values for you. Now, the other half of that is working with a contractor who can verify your repairs for you. And I will uh, give you just a tip on vetting your realtor, vetting your realtor. If your realtor says to you, um, well, I did a half mile radius search. What do you know about your realtor? That is going to be a terrible CMA. That's going to be a terrible, um, so comparables, comparative market value. Uh, um, so, so that's going to be a, a terrible. Why is that? We just had a realtor leave the room. <laughs> could not be not enough comps it could be different neighborhoods it could be over railroad tracks it could be over school districts right some of these school district lines are like look like this like I want to I want to make sure that I'm picking a good comp but I see a lot of realtors kind of get a little lazy and let the you know MLS tools do it for them and that can give you really wild and off numbers so if you have a realtor and that realtor says to you that I, I did a half mile radius or a one mile radius and here's your CMA, what do you know? It is, you automatically know it is flawed. You may automatically know that you're dealing with someone who is lazy and, uh, and, and, and sometimes we just assume, ah, realtor. Realtor means what? Competent, right? And what's worse than bad advice? bad advice from a trusted source that we think is competent right so um, uh, make sure you make sure you vet your realtor as well uh, this this game of real estate investing 
is a game of due diligence. It's a game of having the right partners uh, by your side to make sure that you do not lose because for as many winners as there are in real estate investing, there are an equal number of losers in real estate investing. So uh, guys, I've been talking a lot. I'm curious, who in here is working on a deal right now? Who in here is actively working on a deal right now? Uh, is it Th uh, Thomas? Thomas yeah. Thomas, yeah. Thomas, you have a voice for showbiz, uh, radio, television. You have a voice that like, I, I might need it because um, I might get fired because of my voice. Would you be Would you be open to uh, joining us at the mic and talking to us a little bit about your deal? Sure. I, I mean, you know, I know that you're the thing that we're going on, but you want to Yeah. So yeah, everyone, uh, welcome Thomas. Hi. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, tell me uh, how you found the deal, how you negotiated the deal, where you're at. I work for I work for a company that gets me leads. Mm -hmm. uh, they uh, send me out to do foreclosures, and I you know I approach people that are in foreclosure, and, you know, make a deal. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're a tight spot. Uh, we give them an option where they don't lose everything, you know. So uh, they fund the deals, obviously, you know, because I'm not rich, okay. and uh, I'm working on it. Okay. And okay. Uh, anyway, but you know, uh, you know. Like it's just, that's just on. temporary. You'll grow out of it. Right, right. I'm working on it. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like my little crutch. I'm on, you know, yeah. So. Anyway, so what, what do you want to know? No, I'm just wondering how's the negotiation going? Uh, okay, like currently, uh, well, of course, I just closed. I, two of them are just done. So the one I'm working on that looks like it's failing Okay. is uh, it's a lady. Uh, let's see. She's, yeah, I, I wish I brought my numbers. I didn't know I was going to be put on put on all. But anyway, I'll give you an approximate. Yeah. Okay. She's in the house, she's in foreclosure, $187,000 payoff. Uh, What's the, the value? The value, well, the, you know, the assessed, the assessed market value is like 290, right? Okay. But in any case, the, uh, we, we, we- So do, there's equity there, for sure. Right, yeah. but we don't go, you know, one of the things is, is like, I, 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 work the, I work for a wholesaler. I don't work for like, you know, the, the, the people that actually yeah, bring I it to market. It. Yeah. So we kind of, we, we can do a little guesstimate. Because, yeah. like you said, we end up, you know, we end up passing on, passing the buck on down the road. Okay. So I mean, there's truth in that. Uh, but the uh, the thing is, I see some cracks, but the roof, the roof looks pretty decent. You know, I mean, just from you know yeah. non-contractor viewpoint. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I'm still getting, still learning what I'm doing. There's, I mean, you know, there's probably fifty thousand dollars worth of work needs to be done in that. Okay. So, so there's you know, maybe. I, mean, I, I would easily say. You know what I mean? Okay. Overall. So, so again, Still. using that formula, right? Uh, Seventy percent of three hundred is two ten. Yeah. If she, she owes close to two hundred, then it's not a fix and flip deal. It, well, yeah, it, it, that's one of the issues that. Oh, oh, oh sure, that's fine. I was like, hey. Yeah, she's, she's 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 nice flirting. to meet she's, you she's too. She's flirting no, a little, no, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so yeah, so here's the deal we offered. We offered her one ninety. You know what I yeah. mean? Basically, I, what she is. Not really. I mean, I need yeah. to get paid. You yeah. know, I gotta get paid. Yes. You know, they gotta get paid. Yeah. You know, the, you know all that. So she's like, "Well, I need, you know, I need some money to move and everything." And I understand where she's coming from. And sometimes we even throw in, "We're gonna move you and all yes, that." Right? Yeah. We do all that too. But there really wasn't much money in getting the deal. So she's a. Uh, so she's like. I just can't do it. So, you know, I'm going back and forth about my. Of course, I want to make a deal, so mm -hmm. I have to go to my people. You know, and I'm like, "Hey, look, you know." Uh, you know, she, she, you know, give her something, throw her yes. a ball, yes. you know. And they're like, look, you know, whatever, no. And, and she, and I'm going to her. I'm like, well, come here, wait a little bit. But she, I couldn't really. I felt like if I could get her to maybe, um, 
you know, off of them 192 or, you know, somewhere like yeah, in yeah. their price range, yeah. you know, on their end of the court, yeah. then maybe we could have made it happen. But I, I said, I will say, I will say three things. Sure. Um, number one, late checkout. What, say, say late that. checkout. Late checkout. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, get, yeah. yeah. Sure. So basically, I might not be able to get you anything, but how about right. we let you stay here an extra month for free? Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's, that's one. Number two, you said the roof, right? right. So how about... Was actually looked okay. okay, I thought that she was one of the things that no, was No, 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 it's the... I think that there's might be... I'm pretty... I mean, I'm not under six. Like, there was no unlevelness walking around the house, but I see little cracks here and there. That can be some settling, I know, but I, I, I still suspect some absolutely, kind of foundation. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, some kind of foundation work needed. So if I'll... Just that, for the rest of you guys, if the roof looks like it has a problem, then one of your excellent tips I'm going to give you tonight is that you can have the seller make a claim, an insurance claim on that roof. And you can get a free $7,000 roof by paying a $1,000 deductible. Sometimes that just created $6,000 worth of money that you could do what with? Awesome. Give to her, right? Sure. Um, uh, a third thing is offer her the ability um, uh, to improve her credit, right? Sure. Uh, and how can we improve her credit? Do we improve her credit just by paying it off? No. We, use we, no, we improve her credit by taking the property subject to the existing mortgage reinstating the loan and making payments on time going oh, forward yeah, yeah. okay uh so that's another way sure. to and then if you're able to use her money and maybe she's got a three four percent interest rate right mm -hmm. that's significantly lower than what your uh or company's cost of capital might be so your cost of capital might be 10 to 15 percent which is pretty typical for a hard money lender um the third thing that i will say is um you know, you are buying with the mindset of, or, or buying to wholesale with the mindset of, I'm gonna be wholesaling to a fix and flip investor. Sure. Okay, you need to up your circle of influence, you need to up your buyer, your in buyer game to include who? Landlords, mm -hmm. because landlords will pay what? 85% of ARB, they're going to be thrilled 90% of ARV? You mean I get a 10% discount on what they're selling on the MLS? That sounds amazing. In a market like we're in now, where people are still paying 98 to 99% of the value of the house, right? And if you've got an end buyer who is an investor because you've done your job networking, not just networking with fix and flip investors, but also networking with buy and hold investors to see who wants to add more. And the way that I would do that just very quickly is, I would do, so realtors have access to something called Real List. And you can run, no, you're not done. No, okay, I need okay, you, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's happening at school all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, a Real List report will actually show you the landlords that are in the area. So you can basically do a reverse marketing campaign. Would you like another cash flowing appreciating rental that's in the same neighborhood that you, your brilliant self already has a cash flowing appreciating rental? Wow. So that's a very quick way to be able to find people. Um, uh, so, so those are probably, I think those are four different ideas to be sure. able to make that, be able to make that work. Uh, what I've found is one to all of those deals will make a deal stick that is currently just kind of on the fence. And it's not that it's on the fence, it's that it's going to who? It's going to the person who's going to come up right next to you and offer her what I just offered, what right. I just suggested to you. Right. So I think there's an opportunity to pull it back together. Oh, oh me too. Um, I, I, I'm yeah. waiting for the other side of the TRO. She's going to put, right yeah. now yeah. my people are, they're done with her. So let Got her it. put the TRO through. 
and then kind of get somebody else maybe to help her you know that's yeah. kind of my idea right now yeah so you know? tiara will buy her buy her an auction cycle for sure but it won't buy her more than that no so, that, well, that's what yeah. i'm saying but that'll give me time that that now that i can move into finding another investor or whatever yes. you know sure yeah. and i think there will be plenty uh you know i'm seeing yeah i think there will be plenty so you know the the kind of issue that we're finding right now with the um uh the landlord what, what's the issue that landlords are having right now interest rates interest rates right so on a four hundred thousand dollar house their payment went up somewhere between six hundred and eight hundred dollars over the last year right so so what is that six hundred to eight hundred dollars that would be all of the cash flow on that property right so so landlords have to compensate uh, they can either take no cash flow on it or they can bring a higher down payment or they can take over the loan on the existing mortgage. So that would be something I would consider as well. So guys, one of the things that we love to do as part of the Investor Association is help you guys work through your deals uh, and work through maybe any issues that you might be having on your deals and try to make uh, some of those opportunities uh, even more uh, profitable for you and maybe even take some of them that may not have been deals and turn them into deals. Uh, so those are some of the uh, uh, coaching this week on how to improve your ability to get that deal done and to make money on it. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.